Welcome to the Sketchy Sketch Sketch Show podcast. It's open mic night for sketch. We read ourselves some comedy sketches, then discuss how they were written and give joke ideas and feedback. Here to keep these goofs going, I'm Harrison. And I'm Amy. In this week's episode, we finally have cat behavior fully explained. Then a surefire way to make a quick five bucks on your phone. Then join three of us on the Rift Train with Keely, Tyler, and Amy. And stick around to the end for a fun writing prompt to inspire you in your own writing with us on the podcast today. Keely Anastasia, she, her. Kenny J, he, him. Brian W, he, him. Tyler Chick, they, she. All right, everybody, how's it going? Y'all ready to goof? Oh, yeah. So yep. Goofy yeah. goofs. More ready than I could have hoped. Me too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear it, Sketchies? <laughs> Can you hear how ready to goof we are? The readiness the is palpable. palpable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just wait till you get to the assignment. Oh, it's goofy. Oh. <laughs> Probably the goofiest uh, one yet. Uh-oh. Wow. Harrison, and I know you're like goof on the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> you're thinking goofier than pants in the trash in the bathroom. <laughs> and Unprecedented. Yeah. <laughs> uh sketchies, you all know that usually this is the bar where Keith says something. <laughs> <laughs> and then we force him to explain it. Yeah. And we love every second. <laughs> we drag it out of him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes you don't hear it, but he gets so embarrassed that he freezes up for minutes at a time. <laughs> Which only incites further questioning on our part. He just becomes catatonic. And <laughs> so much so that his Zoom camera freezes as well. Yeah, yeah. It's intense. He, his aura influences the technology. <laughs> If you've ever wondered where I got the inspiration to write characters that are, in, are embarrassed to the point of paralysis. <laughs> uh, it's Keith. <laughs> just, just in case we weren't clear. Sketchies, if you weren't clear. Yeah. Yeah. If you weren't clear, my entire sense of humor comes out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our first sketch tonight is titled Cat Butthole, written by me. <laughs> Phil will be played by Harrison Merkt. Doug will be played by Brian W. Charlie will be played by Keely Anastasia. Interior living room day. Two cats, Doug and Phil, sit on a couch. Doug is looking relaxed, licking his paw. Phil stares off in the distance, thinking. I don't know, man. I I just don't think the humans want to see my butthole. What? No, Phil, you have an amazing butthole. Do the humans not understand that showing your butthole is the highest compliment one could receive? Sure doesn't feel like it. Like this morning, when the woman walked away from her morning meal, I jumped on the table to help her finish it, of course. When she saw me, she yelled at me in anger. I immediately presented my butthole to let her know that her food stuff was perfectly prepared to my liking. And I was proud of her. And she swatted at me. Well, that doesn't make any sense. 
She should have thanked you for testing her foods and for showing your butthole to her in a clear act of kindness. I would have been so proud had I seen it. So proud! Charlie, the chipper golden retriever, bounces into the room. Hey guys, wanna play? Both cats hiss and swat at Charlie. Get the fuck out of here, Charlie! You're an idiot! Hard no, dog! (laughs) Doug hits Charlie in the butt and Charlie runs out of the room with a squeak. Something must be wrong with the humans. Last week I was hot on the trail of a buzzing thing that was flying around the toilet room and the man, who remained seated the entire time, might I add, was not at all impressed by my efforts. When I finally caught the flyer and crunched him dead, the man cried out in disgust. Why was he not thankful you saved him from the terrifying flying monster? I do not think he was. (laughs) Did you show him your butthole? I immediately showed him my butthole so he would know that I was not a threat to him, but a savior. Instead of sharing in my butthole pride, he threw an old sock at me. But you were clearly so proud of your beautiful butthole! So proud! Both cats start rubbing the sides of their faces together, repeatedly saying butthole in a purring-like manner. Suddenly, a red laser light appears behind them on the wall, and they freeze. Don't do it, Doug. You don't have to do it. You know I can't resist it, Phil. I have to do it. No, Doug, they'll never respect you or your beautiful butthole. I can't let it get away. Doug runs behind the couch, frantically slapping the wall. The light moves every time he gets near it. Charlie runs back into the room and Doug does a quick back feet kick to the face, sending him flying back where he came from. The laser then stops and the humans laugh offstage with a look at him go and he almost got it that time. Doug slinks back to the couch and Phil scowls at him in disappointment. Doug shows his butthole to Phil. Not now, Doug. That was embarrassing. Hey, uh, you see what I did with that plant last night? Oh, is that you with all the with all the dirt all over the floor? Yep. I like how you left that one ugly leaf and then barf the rest of their on their new carpet. <laughs> nice touch. Then I walked over to them on the couch while they were watching TV, and you know what I did? Oh, Doug, you didn't. I jumped on the man's lap right on the danger zone, so he groaned out in pain. Oh, go on. Then I stretched over to the woman and shoved my sharp claws into her leg. After exactly three and a half turns, I arched my back so they couldn't see the TV anymore. And then I showed them. Your butthole? My butthole! Your butthole! (laughs) Charlie comes back in the room and approaches both cats and starts sniffing around with their butts. Hey, fellas. (laughs) Were you talking about your buttholes? I love buttholes. God God damn it, Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, you dumb mutt. The fuck is wrong with you? These buttholes are for the humans. Doug and Phil swat and hiss at Charlie again. Aw, man. Come on, guys. Just one sniff. Buttholes are so great. Fucking no, dog. (laughs) All this butthole talk made me itchy. Charlie sits and starts dragging his butt on the carpet. Doug and Phil both start to gag. The woman walks in the room and screams. Cut to backyard day. Doug and Phil shiver the cold. Charlie sits happily with his tongue out. I still think you guys have great buttholes. Eat a bag of dicks, Charlie! Awesome! Let's talk about that sketch.
Being a cat owner, I think we all know that ever-present butthole. Uh, this is actually one of the first sketches I ever wrote. I think it was maybe like the third sketch I ever wrote. And I rewrote it twice and it's been sitting in limbo forever, but I'd gotten a lot of good feedback. So I rewrote it this time with trying to just focus on why the cats were doing this because they're proud of their buttholes. And then just the fun little side game of Charlie kind of took over. I'd, so I wasn't sure if the ending was fun or the right way to go with it, or if the two games were too confusing. I don't know. So I wanted some feedback on this edit as well. Yeah, I think it's fun. Uh, I like cats talking. I like dogs talking. These are fun sketch things we get to do. Uh, We get to imagine a world where cats talk. Uh, I love Charlie. I love the reaction to Charlie. Very clear game. (laughs) Doesn't need to be justified. Cats hate dogs and we know it. (laughs) (laughs) no we need to establish that again (laughs) actually i'd even call it out (laughs) we're cats charlie we hate you yeah yep uh (laughs) i'd love to see one more charlie getting in there too uh but yeah i do think like calling out we're cats you're a dog (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I loved the, the like proud justification, like this is what we do and we're proud. Um, I thought that was super fun and a great addition to what you had before. I'd love to hear it more, mm-hmm. um, like anytime, like not, not anytime a butthole comes up, but like, I'd love to be, you've got this great sort of conversational thing happening between Phil and Doug and uh there's like so much room to just be like it's what we do we're proud of these buttholes uh i'd be proud if i had your beautiful butthole you should i'd be proud if i had yours they're great uh and i think that you have like one thing i'd say is you have the cats sort of like in this range of emotion right they're like Mm -hmm. i love how you start this it was really fun to get to do this as phil but this idea of just like being a cat (laughs) Who's like looking off and is in despair. Like, I don't know. I'm at my wits end with this butthole issue with the humans. Uh, (laughs) But I think like some, like we let them kind of get away a little bit and then they come back and they're embarrassed. Or maybe there's a little bit of like, I think you start off on such a strong note with that like despair being the emotion that like drives you through. And what I'd love to see is like, that same emotion just get like stronger as you know like whether it's charlie coming up or like the story about the toilet or the like the laser thing like rather than getting like a different range of emotions just like keep heightening despair and i think that would like i don't know i'd just love to see them get like just absolutely wrecked about this very funny premise i think keith would have loved this sketch i know (laughs) yeah He would have laughed the whole time. He would have been such a good... (laughs) Any one of these characters. (laughs) I never thought I would be cast to read a Golden Retriever on this podcast. So thank you, Amy, for that opportunity. Wow. Um, I'm proud of you. I'm so happy that we have these recordings of all of you saying butthole that many times. (laughs) It's so so great. Including, I love buttholes. (laughs) That's a good drop. (laughs) We'll isolate that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
blackmail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's, it'll be it'll be in the show, so it's not yeah. blackmail. <laughs> if you uh, ever run for office, Keely, <laughs> I've got this tape <laughs> out of context. I was a little confused about the uh, claws and the. Uh, jumping on the guy's crotch like because i got that uh the finishing the cereal was they thought they were helping but i wasn't sure how this was how this fit into like they want to please their humans they want their humans to be proud of them Mm, that's true that's good this was definitely from the original edit but i like oh okay i like rethinking i will rethink that I think I was, but originally I was just thinking like, what do cats do that make them such assholes? And so that's where that mm-hmm. came from. But I like your perspective and I, I will definitely give it another pass with that in mind. Thank you. Well, if you just justify those things as like how the humans how they like be it. proud of them. Yep. Like okay. maybe they're like, well, I tried to start a play fight to train them to hunt in the wild. and <laughs> <laughs> Or even like it was like a grooming thing because cats will need... You know, so maybe yeah, the claws yeah. could have been something like I tried to massage their legs. And yeah. Okay, great. I like that perspective. I had Thank gotten you. some hair on the legs. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get it off. <laughs> I love buttholes. All right. Our second sketch today is titled... Perfect Marksman, written by Harrison Merck. Duke will be played by Tyler Chicken. Interior, hunting lodge, day. Duke, he, him, stands up, playing on his phone. There are deer heads and little plates with ships on them all around. Five. Perfect Marksman. Duke spikes the camera and drops his phone like a microphone. A rock riff starts to play. I like Big Buck Hunter. I love Big Buck Hunter. Marksman on my phone. Duke gets put into a little corner of the screen while videos of animated deers getting shot in the gameplay. I used to go to the bar and play Big Buck Hunter habitually. Close up on Duke. But I'd get too pumped up from shooting too many bucks in a row. The people at the bar hated when I got too pumped up and I'd spend way too much moolah on the beers there. Not like beer at home. Duke laughs, chugs a beer and crushes the can while yelling. I think you should be rewarded for shooting a bunch of bucks in a row, not socially ostracized. Dude looks around his place. I described it before. This is my house. Duke picks his phone up off the ground, slowly readjusts his shirt a lot after standing back up. Now with Big Buck Hunter, perfect marksman on my phone, that's all no problemo. Duke gets in the corner of the screen again, while more animated Buck Hunter footage shows four deer getting shot. And four golden deer heads showing up on the screen. Shooting five deer in a row to get perfect marksmen. One last deer gets a headshot and the last head goes gold. Nailed him with bullet. Yes. Close up on Duke holding five $1 bills. And winning five bucks doing it. Duke just holds the $5 bills up. This is just like the real arcade version, only better. Because now you can compete against real people to win real money. A big cha-ching sound as Duke makes it rain with the bucks. Now when I get too pumped, the other person I'm interacting with loses $5. So instead of me losing more money on buying more beers so that I can ignore them and shoot my big bucks, I get $5 and get to drink my beers in my pad 
man cave, my house. Duke picks up five the five dollars he threw slowly, then readjusts his shirt a lot again when he stands up. So now I have a lot more dough to spend on my ships on plates collection, and I'm turning dates into sex way more often. Duke comes to the air as a video of the deer grazing in crosshairs plays. And again, when I get on a roll like I do, the game tells me that I'm a perfect marksman. So because of that, I know that even though I'm at home on my phone, that I still got it. Duke throws the dollars again. Do you? An app icon for Big Buck Hunter Perfect Marksman fills the screen as music ends. Let's talk about that. I saw an ad for this game, (laughs) Big Buck Hunter Perfect Marksman, and I thought, this is fucking insane. Who wants this? (laughs) <laughs> and who is this for uh, so then I just thought about that for a while and really it was the middle of a work day and I was doing stuff and I just couldn't stop thinking about this fucking app uh, and who would get it what is this <laughs> I just wanted to I just wanted to have some somebody who would earnestly like this represented on screen for long enough that it made anyone else have this thought too. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to show somebody who really really did want this game and maybe say why. Cuz it feels like have you ever seen someone play a lot of big buck hunter at a bar? That seems like fun because you get a gun. You get one of those big plastic (laughs) guns. That's the whole thing. And it's social and you get to like. Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole thing. To me, the best part about that game is it's you touch the the little plastic gun. You you shoot stuff with your friends there. It's a whole social camaraderie thing. It's a it's a relationship with the environment that can you, you can use as an excuse to socialize. But I guess there's some people who like Big Buck Hunter. Because they like the bad graphics uh, with the with the girls with little safari outfits on, and with and they like to shoot animated deer in the head. <laughs> okay, I want to hear that spoken in this sketch. I want to hear all of those things. My thought, my first thought with this was it's super, it's super funny and fun, and this and Duke is yeah like a crazy for this game person i want to hear maybe the voice of reason you know maybe put this in a situation where duke is trying to sell this app to his friends maybe even like a pyramid scheme i don't know that just came to me but just like the more if there's a reason that he's trying to to make everybody download this game and everybody you know people in his life are like this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen i don't know i would just like to hear a little because he can win five bucks right right so great uh, <laughs> just something to give a little back and forth so you can put in all those specific like ridiculous justifications I want to see the bad graphics and the little poorly drawn ladies in leopard print bikinis or whatever oh they're not drawn these is pictures of ladies oh for real people oh good video. God. Oh, yeah it's videos of ladies in front of green screens but also like where's the skill you're just now touching your phone you're just you're, there's a deer I touched a deer on my phone there's no yeah there's no, I mean, not like a video game with, with the gun has much skill set, but still, I just, 
it's ridiculous that this is a product out there. <laughs> Some <laughs> people play box, big buck kind of perfect marksman because of the ladies on the load screen. But that's not for me. I only like real ladies. I play. I play because of uh, I get to shoot a deer in the head. No, I don't know. Whatever it is, because I get to win five bucks. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely, yeah. I do like the part about him. Like I, I don't want. I'm not going to go to a bar and spend money on beer where I can just sit home and have the same yeah. experience. Five on bucks my phone. doing what I would do anyway. Mm-hmm. I want to hear more um, like concrete examples of how his life has changed because (laughs) of this app. Like now having someone like affirming you repeatedly by calling you a perfect marksman. Like how has that translated (laughs) into other parts of his life? Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Now, when I see a ship on a plate. I don't walk around the store four or five times before I ask how much it costs. <laughs> I know because I always check the balance of my chip on a plate account every night before I go to bed. And now that I know I'm a perfect marksman, I can just ask. <laughs> now that I know I'm a perfect marksman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just all the ways that he, yeah. duke's like much more direct yeah. in his like yeah. personal life i don't talk real quiet at the drive-thru window <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then get too mad to eat my burger <laughs> <laughs> when they get my order on because i didn't say it clear and loud enough and i can't eat pickles <laughs> <laughs> if there's pickles on my burger i get so mad that i go and sit and read my art books. No, that's from <laughs> <laughs> <through> another sketch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but again, it's not about the videos of the ladies on the app. <laughs> <laughs> not for me. I bring girls home and show them my ships on plates. <laughs> they like that I have a sense of history. Yeah. <laughs> I've named all of the ships on the plates, not the names of the real ships that were drawn on the plates, like from history, just the names I like. And then I, I say, maybe one day I'll name one of these after you. And that's when I go for my kiss. <laughs> Perfect marksman. <laughs> I used to go to the bar and play Big Buck Hunter habitually. Um, everybody, I need to talk to everybody about something. Oh no! It's about the rift. Don't it's about the don't... ghostly rift conductor. What? What do you mean? I don't like this. He tone. moved on to the next plane. Oh no! Of existence. He's a pilot now. <laughs> I think. He... Yes, he's a pilot. <laughs> no. And he flew far, far away. This is the worst case scenario. He said, I'm going to figure out I'm, how to find my corporeal form <laughs> and, oh. and stop being drunk. <laughs> oh. I'll come back when I figured it out. So he specifically said, it's got to be up there somewhere. <laughs> he did yeah 
So I don't know. I you know we can all do our best to ride and and drive the rift train without the conductor. <sighs> but it's gonna be tough. Is that safe? That's a I don't know. I'm think, not licensed. All right. I'm reading the instruction manual now. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, that's it. Thanks, Tyler. Yeah, I. Uh, I hope we see the Rift Conductor again, but I think this is a journey that he had to take. Man, I I hope he brings us knowledge of a different world of existence. I'll say this: if the Rift Conductor does ever come back, I'm gonna be so excited, so happy, and yeah. so proud, and I'll just want to spend the whole episode riffing. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I agree, Amy. Uh, this is like if the if the conductor comes back, I want proof of an afterlife. Mm-hmm. I want to hear every not. detail. I want to hear him explain it all. That's that's where planes go. The afterlife. Oh, like the Bermuda so. Triangle. Keely, what? You can't build a <laughs> tracks into the sky. That's right. as we all learned. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Only they only they go only down. go. That's why I became to a hell. pilot. Yeah, trains go to hell. Trains go to hell. Planes, 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 <laughs> planes go to heaven. Trains go to hell. I love that song. <laughs> if the roof conductor made anything clear, it's that. It's that trains can't go to heaven. So <laughs> <laughs> Because you can't build tracks into the sky. No. <laughs> it doesn't work. You can only go up so far, and that just becomes a roller coaster because you got to come back down. <laughs> Gravity. I guess if we're just gonna sit here at this train station, we can just like give ideas to each other. We could just try to riff as if. Whoa, Amy, you just <sighs> said ideas and riff, and what's that sound? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a riff train coming down an empty track. Oh, Whoa. empty train on an empty track. <laughs> Maybe the Rift train doesn't need a driver or a conductor. Maybe there's a conductor Maybe in all of us. It was in our hearts all along. <laughs> Maybe driving the Rift train is really just about all of us being together. <laughs> Cooperating. The real locomotive was friendship. <laughs> Well, hey, let's try to let's try to get in this this puppy, this train, and get it to move by feeding it some comedy premises. <laughs> anybody, anybody got any premises we can get this train moving? I'm I'm looking through my premise uh, premise bag, <laughs> yeah. if you're ready. Yeah. Um, my brother and I were talking not too long ago about how like exterminators always have like a giant bug on top of their car maybe not always but like you know but we were like they're the only people that do that (laughs) like think like what other professions could like put the thing that they eliminate or like work with on top of their vehicle to market themselves like a plumber could have like a big wrench or a pipe Oh, yeah. I was thinking like poop or something on top Giant of the car. Oh, yeah, poop. Poop yeah. on top of the car. Yeah, they yeah. eradicate the poop. I guess it's true because, yeah, it's what you get rid of. 
Yeah. That's on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just like what other every, things could people put every on Every job desk? gets rid of something. That's what jobs are. That's interesting. I guess exterminators are the only people who can put what they kill. They can, they can advertise what they kill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess trash collectors don't drive big trucks with trash on top like big, but what if they did maybe they should it might look a little something i like this <laughs> hey louis uh, oh, help me with this your mattress oh okay here i go Tommy. i'm helping you out <laughs> oh someone else is bringing out uh some cardboard. Good thing we have all the trash on top of the truck to let people know that we're taking trash today. <laughs> I love when a whole community comes together, put their trash in the truck all at once because they know what a trash truck looks like. Oh, we got a great community. Hey, you coming to the outdoor movie later? Uh, if I see the big truck with a movie on it, I will. <laughs> <laughs> There's, it's a truck that drives around with the three witches from Hocus Pocus on top. That's the movie we're watching. Yeah. Oh, I love the Sanderson sisters truck. <laughs> every movie has its own truck. That's what's so great about it. Yeah. And every job has its own truck, too. <laughs> I love this world that we built. <laughs> you don't have to use any of that. <laughs> like, or use it verbatim yeah i don't know just just like imagines like sitting in traffic and every single car on the highway yeah. has something on top of their car like <laughs> showcasing like something normal, about their career so it's, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's these damn paralegals two trucks ahead of us yeah. <laughs> Do civilian cars just have like a picture of the person driving it on top? <laughs> like a cardboard cutout? Car salesmen just have like a car on top of their car. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Adorable. We were able to recover your kidnapped child because there was a statue of it on top of the car as it was driving away. Kidnapper. <laughs> For the statue of the kid. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling up to a date and it's just like like money on top of your car or something. <laughs> oh, I see you're in Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> like an architect, architect just has a skyscraper. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> I love every car in this world a windowless van, though. <laughs> <laughs> like tightrope walkers and the cars have to like drive in tandem. And it's like strong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a mobster that has guns on top of their car and someone's like, I thought you were in real estate. <laughs> <laughs> These cars don't lie. There was a statue of a money laundering scheme under the statue of a laundromat. <laughs> I could see like, uh, you know, the first day on the job or like, you know, part of the orientation being like getting getting the huge thing that you have to put on top of your car. <laughs> yeah, drive around back and we'll put the thing on top of your car. 
It's just always got a thing on top of your car. <laughs> hey, what's that thing on top of his car? <laughs> yeah, I would also just love to see maybe like a montage of like famous cars from like media and things yeah. like, you know, Hasselhoff's like Knight Rider and like Santa's sleigh and Batmobile. Yeah, like the TARDIS, the like machine. all these things, but yeah. with their <laughs> thing on top of the car. Added on. <laughs> oh, he's got Wayne Tower on top of the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. yeah, kit with a statue of David Hasselhoff on it. <laughs> Even like Bruce Wayne's regular car, but it's got Batman on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love to do this world where we establish this world like as quickly as we can. And we see every car drive by like this and the Batmobile and we do this whole thing. And then we just cut to a scene that's two exterminators standing outside of their car that has a bug on it. And they just go, why don't we take this thing off? <laughs> oh, we got a great community. Hey, you coming to the outdoor movie later? Whoa, the train's moving a little bit. Ooh, it really was inside us. Or maybe it is uh, it's slowing down. We got a riff oh, more. Oh, quick. Okay. Oh, it's slowing down already. Jeez, that's a lot of riffing. <laughs> a lot of drag. Uh, okay, I'm gonna be honest. I'm trying to remember the context of this note that I wrote myself. <laughs> Maybe you can help me. Yeah. <laughs> All it says is global guts emotional therapy. <laughs> and I don't know if that meant. The people that the kids that were on Global Guts are yeah. now in therapy. Yeah. So maybe it could be like a group therapy scene. Uh or just a one-on-one. But I think that's probably what it was about, but because they like went through trauma on the show or something. Yeah, like they were about I'd love to see someone be like, I went up the aggro crag <laughs> and I was so close yeah. to the top but Tiffany got there first <laughs> that big piece of fake rock would have changed my life yeah. <laughs> now everyone knows Tiffany's name <laughs> Mark Summers gave her a high five and I cried on camera <laughs> So, yeah, I guess that's why I wanted to high five my wife at our wedding. <laughs> Mike O'Malley was there and then he was on Glee. Yeah. <laughs> I could have been on Glee, but my stupid little body couldn't make it up the aggro crap. His <laughs> <laughs> stupid little body. <laughs> I've uh, gotten much bigger and stronger since then. <laughs> Yes, Steve, you were seven at the time. You were barely able to walk. Could a seven-year-old bench 280? I don't think so. <laughs> That's why they put me with the 14-year-olds. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Global Guts was a show on Nickelodeon. It was an offshoot of something another guts show nickelodeon guts and then nickelodeon global guts i think is what it was where that was just like kids from different countries instead of just from the u.s but it was like four kids uh competing in athletic 
but not like normal athletic competitions, like weird made up games and tasks. Yeah, it was always like you get like one of those poles with two big puffy things on the side and you got to try yeah. to knock somebody off of a balance. Beam. Yeah. At okay. times it was a little bit like American Gladiators, but other times it was like a precursor to Ninja Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> if you've seen Nickelodeon that. did it first. And sometimes it was a little bit of a cre- precursor to Wipeout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they there weren't like this... eating weird things or they were? No, no, no it was all no. athletic stuff. Okay, because I specifically remember like a show on Nickelodeon that was kind of Fear Factory that I think was like hosted by the All That kids or something. And one time, one of the challenges was they had to eat like freshly cut uh, hillbilly beards. What? Like this feels. Wasn't this one of the seed hair? Yeah, (laughs) like human beard hair. (laughs) Yeah, they had a bunch of like quote hillbillies on the show, and they were like cutting their beards. (laughs) In real time, and then they were like oh. racing to eat it. What? That's um, unsanitary. No, it was not like that. Okay. okay. <laughs> These those people definitely should go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. It was Mike O'Malley, a likable uh, buzz cut guy, and uh, Mo, who was like Australian, and she was the referee, and she. Gave all the rules of all the games. Uh, so it was like, Mike, they're going to have to get all of the floating balls from one end of the pool to the other using only their legs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even attempt the accent. I was just, it was great. Uh, but the, at the end, the final competition was always the aggro crag, which was a giant fake mountain with <laughs> foam boulders that fell on you as you climbed. <laughs> And you had to get to different stations and like hit a button on your way up. And then first person hit the button at the top one. Gotcha. And if you won, you got a big piece of the aggro crack. Which is just a big plastic statue of a shape. <laughs> it really was just a big dumb plastic mold. Yeah. Maybe the sketch is someone explaining global guts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like to a therapist. To, to the therapist. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess that's why I wanted to high five my wife at our wedding. <laughs> Looks like wow, explaining is making the train move too. Oh. <laughs> explaining. Wow. Wow. Kind of friendship it was. Like. <laughs> I always thought context grounded things, but it propels things. <laughs> At least you're on the rift drain. It does <laughs> freeze frame of laughter. <laughs> Credits. Oh no, we're slowing down. What? Oh, just Jeez. a little bit. Anybody? Is anybody else? Amy? This train oh. is not fuel efficient. Not at all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I thought we had momentum. We got to get to assignment town. Let's <laughs> let's go to assignment town because it's going to be real goofy. Yeah, we can't get to assignment town yet. <laughs> We're stuck. It's over all the next right. bend. <laughs> okay, I don't I have an idea, but I don't know where it's set, but it's an inappropriate acronyms guy. So like somebody who I was I just pictured in an office because that's my life experience, I guess, but 
Um, like somebody's like, oh, you got P- you have PMS today. And lady's like, what are you talking about? Peanut butter and marshmallow sandwich, of course, you know. And so just like somebody who uses acronyms wrong and so they sound really offensive, but they're something innocuous. And then the blow is the end is that he says, see you next yeah. Tuesday. The justification could be like a protective parents. Their parents, their parents, you like told them things meant different things than they did. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. Like reading text messages or something on their kid's phone. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, oh, my parents are so into BDSM. And it's like, <laughs> it's like boring dad, sad mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I think they might split up over the BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a pastor and a pastor's wife are the parents. Yeah. <laughs> I think also if it was just like a like a fleeting conversation, maybe it's like someone getting their coffee in the morning at their local coffee shop and like catching up with their barista. And, you know, so you don't get like too much time to explore any one comment too deeply, but they're just like in a rush. So they're like trying to abbreviate what they're saying. It's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going home for the holidays because my dad has ALS, a loving son. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, just like these fleeting like conversations as they go through the line. Or maybe what if it's Lisa out in public saying things like BDE and she really doesn't know what it means. And somebody, <laughs> the other person on the other side is like, what? I have BDE? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I do love the idea of someone who knows what BDE is and just learned about it, just getting coffee and just being like, you have BDE. <laughs> I got home and my grandma was on the internet and she was looking at some pretty NSFW sites. <laughs> what? Man. Nice, safe, fun work. I don't know. <laughs> what, what were you saying, Ryan? I was just trying to come up with oh, yeah. an NSFW. <laughs> Not so fast, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what context that would be. But you know all those websites where Walter slows down? <laughs> <laughs> where Walter slows down. Yeah, it's a tough ride, Amy. <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> I think that's a good riff. Oh, yeah, we're moving. Oh, yeah, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) The three sets of riffs together are now we're moving faster than we ever were before. I don't know. It's the fastest we've ever moved. (laughs) And we're not slowing down at all. (laughs) It feels like there's... right into a segment town. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it got us right there. Oh, whoa. Here we are at assignment town. It's so goofy looking today. Because we crashed into it. Everything's bouncing on springs. (laughs) (laughs) Those people are wearing shoes on their hands, gloves on their feet. Well, the assignment today is Wendy Williams. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> the Whatever. assignment is a person? Yeah. Or a show. Yeah, or a I show. Know. I know. Last night, 
I was hanging out with Ryan and we watched YouTube videos where there's funny compilations of Wendy Williams burping. Yeah, if you on Google a search YouTube Wendy Williams burp and fart, you're gonna No! Oh, that's good. Sometimes it happens one right after the other. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like anyway, just- there's lots of funny stuff about Wendy Williams. <laughs> Okay. All right, let's get over to plug down. <laughs> All right, Amy, you got anything you want to plug? Yeah, I will plug um, our website, sketchy sketch sketch.com. Uh, we're going to be throwing up some classes there and some workshops. Uh, majority will be uh, through Zoom or in person, but options will be available. So check that out. It's always being updated and you can learn from us. Find funny folks here if you'd like. Tyler, anything you want to plug? I want to plug the same website, but specifically <laughs> the new teacher bio that has oh, my name on it. Lovely. Oh, yeah. Kaylee, anything you want to plug? Um, yes, surely. I would like to plug um, the Appalachian Trail, but specifically the first half of it. Um, um, going northbound from Georgia, the halfway mark will take you to south central Pennsylvania, um, to Pine Grove Furnace State Park. And then when you reach the halfway point, you will go to the Pine Grove Furnace General Store and you will buy a half gallon of ice cream and participate in the half gallon challenge where you will eat a half gallon of ice cream from this general store in one sitting. But you'll also be really close to some of us. So let me know and I'll come cheer you on. You don't need to you don't need to hike the second half. You don't need to go all the way to Maine. Just What's do the, the first point? half and end with ice cream. End on a high note. Yeah. Higher than I'll, I'll go to cheer on people. That yeah. sounds great. We'll take Let a first trip. Yeah. That's Dope. all I got. Good plug. 1,078 uh, miles should keep people busy for a while. So <laughs> let me know when you <laughs> get <got> time. <laughs> Harrison, do you have anything to plug for Plug Town City? Oh, um, <laughs> check out our Discord. Come engage with us on the Discord. We, we're talking about stuff. We're having a fun time. <laughs> You can get in on on all the fun jokes. You can talk to Keith. Ah, oh, so fun. Uh, whatever you want to do. Check out the Discord. Disky Disc Discord. <laughs> <laughs> the Disky Disc Discord, yes. All right, everybody, that is all for us. Thank you to all the participants and to Jeff Powers for the music you've heard. Also, a big thanks to you, the listeners. If you'd like to support the show or check out more that we have to offer, head on over to sketchysketchsketch.com. And while you're there, check out our Patreon. It's got exclusive content. It's got exclusive merch. It's got everything you need to be our ultimate fan. And if you're like, hey, I'm funny. I want to be on the, on the podcast. I, know, I write sketches. Send us your sketches. We'll read them. We'll mm-hmm. get back to you. Mm-hmm. We'll book you on the show. We'll do it. And also feel free to reach out to us if one of the sketches you've heard really impacted you or you just want to give some love to the writer or joke ideas. We will pass those along. Just hit us up on our website where there's a place to do all that. As always, if you like what you heard today, please tell your friends. Check us out on socials. Check out our classes. Subscribe. Give us five stars on whatever you're listening on. Well, that is all for us, friends. Thank you for stopping by and hanging out with us this fine, fine day. Thanks for coming by. It's been super lovely. It's been great. Let's do this wow. more often. Yeah, do it more. Let's Let's feel just free to just it. knock on the door whenever you want. Knock, knock, dingling. Hello, we're here. Thank you very much.